that's what I did this weekend, and I hope you guys did too. If you didn't, I'm glad you're here. We welcome everyone to listen to our research and opinions. Use us along with our lineups as powerful tools to give you that winning edge playing your fantasy football lineups each and every weekend. With that, welcome friends. I am your host, Dana Salzarulo for FSLineups.com, leaders in fantasy sports lineups. Today is Thursday, September 15th, and I am here with my special guest, Dom Martino, one of the co-founders of DFSWinningLineups.com. Thanks for helping me out this week. It's my pleasure, man. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I was telling uh, listeners last week that we were going to have you on the show we, that we uh, tried a few times, but the length was going over an hour and a half, almost two hours. And as exciting as I'd like to think I am, no one wants to listen to me. <laughs> uh, so over the weekend, I gave the podcast much thought, and I wanted to get that perfect balance. I want it to be entertaining, informative, yet, you know, right around an hour, no more. So uh, here's my plan for week two. First, I'm going to whip through the matchups. We're going to do the under-overs, point threads, key injuries, weather conditions, as quickly as possible. Uh, I feel it's worth mentioning so we can see where the Vegas money is affecting lines. Also, what games may be low-scoring, so we might want to pass on. And then also, which may... which are going to be the high-scoring games, and we want to target. Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, uh, next, again, let's just get into that meat and potatoes that everyone's here to listen for uh, and who we like. So, Dom and I, we're going to go position by position. We're going to start with the quarterbacks, then running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defense, maybe throw a couple kickers in there. As we know, with playing DFS, we're dealing with salaries, so we are on a tight budget. Uh, As with most lineups, they're made of a balanced combination of top-tier players, mid-tier players, and a few bargain sleeper players. So we will give you our personal favorites from each tier along with which players we may want to pass on. So let's quickly get started. well, we got Thursday's matchup going on right now. It's, it's playing as we speak. Uh, not a lot of players. Uh, I don't know about you, Dom. Not a lot of folks, especially with a huge Sunday uh, Sunday ticket going on. Oh, yeah, big big games coming up on Sunday. I'm, I, I fade it. I mean, I'm a huge Jets fan, but this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think we both know that. It's going to be, you know, defense side. Of, ball's going to be all about defense, just put it that way. Yeah, so I'm looking at the lines right here. Jets uh, started off as a two and a half point underdog when it opened early in the week. It closed tonight at a pick'em, so there was a lot of Buffalo money, and uh, the under/over went from forty-two and a half to only forty and a half. So it definitely is a low-scoring game, and uh, not something to focus on. I like, uh, as I was telling you before, uh, forty a little bit, but um, you know that there's to enter in some of these contests where. They go Friday through Sunday, or Monday night, I should say, uh, you know, just to take one player or whatever and, and risk it. You know, just wait until Sunday to, to get your guys in. That's what I do. I don't know. I really never ever, ever played a Thursday games, Thursday through Sunday. I just, just I stick with all with Sunday only and just run from there. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, if this was, was a game that was, uh, you know, under over maybe 52 points or something like that, then that's a game that you definitely need to take a couple of guys out of. But, uh, 
definitely nothing worth this game. So moving on quickly, like I said, I want to get through this as fast as possible. Uh, we got Tennessee visiting Detroit. Opening line under over was 47. It's now 47 and a half. Detroit is a five and a half point favorite, now a six point favorite. Uh, they're playing in a dome, no weather conditions to worry about there. Next one o'clock game, Houston is at home. Kansas City is visiting them. This game opened up as a pick 'em. Now Houston is a two and a half point favorite. Under over was 43 and a half, still uh, 43. No big changes there. Uh, so we're looking at a game time temperature of 89 degrees with a slight wind, partly cloudy. Uh, no weather conditions there that should mess anything up. Next 1 o'clock game, again, these are Eastern Standard Time. Miami Dolphins are visiting the Tom Brady-less New England Patriots. Uh, this game opened up at New England, a five-point favorite. is now six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, definitely got some New England money there. Uh, I think Garoppolo uh, pressed some people against the Arizona Cardinals last week. Uh, under over 42 and a half, now 42. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is questionable as far as injuries. Uh, he has been practicing. He may get in there. I'm not sure. As we do know, Tom Brady is out for game suspension due to play gate. Looking at a chance of showers or storm uh, or storms. We got a slight breeze, 9 to 14 miles an hour, with a game time temp of 80 degrees. Next 1 o'clock game, Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Baltimore opened at a 2.5-point favorite. They are now a 6.5-point favorite. No respect for those Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 43.5 under over, now down to 42.5. So looking at a sluggish game, Baltimore emerging on that one. Uh, as we know, RG3, he got hurt. Uh, he will not be quarterbacking. Josh McCown will be in there probable quarterback we uh, do have a 40 percent chance of showers in that game slight wind 7 12 miles an hour with a 74 game time temp next game one o'clock cincinnati Bengals at the pittsburgh steelers that's a big big game right there night. yeah this is a very interesting game opening up at 47 and a half under over now 48 and a half under over uh could see some points that's a game to target and uh, no change in the spread, three and a half, still three and a half. Pittsburgh favorite there. Uh, Le- Le'Veon Bell is still out. Uh, that's a key entry there. Wheaton may be back. Uh, this game is on CBS, 40% chance of showers. Also, 6 to 11 mile an hour winds with a game time temperature of 75 degrees. All right, next 1 o'clock game, Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. Opened at 44.5, now 45.5. 3.5-point favorite for the Washington Redskins, and they're now down to a 3-point favorite. Mostly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. Game time, temp 79 degrees. As we know, Tony Romo is out, and Dak Prescott will still be the quarterback there. Uh, next 1 o'clock game, New Orleans Saints. At the New York Giants, just to say, uh, as I had noted here, this, this was a monster. Yeah, monster that's, I was, was going to say that's going to be a game to target right there. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, 52-49 when these guys played last week. They put up uh, 101 so, points. Outrageous. 
Yeah, one of the biggest scoring games I've ever seen. Of course, they were in uh, New Orleans last game. They will be at Giants Stadium this year. Uh, so that has moved, like I said, 51.5 now up to 53. Giants are a four-point favorite. Shifted now to a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, looking at mostly cloudy, 40% chance of storms. Game time temp, 77 degrees. Next 1 o'clock game, San Fran at the Carolina Panthers. This game opened up at 48.5 under over. It has now been bet down to 45. Seeing a slightly lower scoring game. Mainly because they don't think San Fran's I, I still do think that's a game to target, only because I like you know I like Cam Newton. I think um, I honestly think the Panthers are going to destroy them, but um, you know we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I agree with you 100 percent there. As Carolina Panthers opened and are still at a 13 and a half point favorite. And I'll get Ooh. into a little bit more as soon as we get there. Uh, Cam Newton is listed as probable, but I guarantee you I'm that sure he'll play. I'm, sh- I'm sure he will. Uh, Game time temperature 78 degrees. Uh, no real issues there as far as weather. Moving on to the 4 o'clock games. Tampa Bay is visiting Arizona Cardinals. Opened up at a 50-point under-over. Another game that you may want to target. Uh, still a 50-point under-over. 7.5-point favorite for Arizona is now dropped down to 6.5. So a little bit of Tampa Bay money. They did have a good week one, and Arizona unexpectedly loss to the New England Patriots. Uh, injuries, Larry Fitzgerald is listed as probable. I would not be surprised to see him suit up and play and possibly be a factor. Phoenix Stadium does have a roof in case the weather gets bad or is a little too hot. We've got a game time temperature of 102. Damn, it's high. Uh, it's pretty toasty. Uh, so, could see that dome shut a little bit. Next 4 o'clock game, Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams. This game opened up with Seattle being a three and a half point favorite. They are now a six and a half point favorite. A lot of Seattle money going on there. Definitely. As Los Angeles look absolutely terrible <laughs> in San Francisco. When you don't have much high hopes for San Francisco and you get blanked. So that's why you can definitely see some of that Seattle money. All right. The under over a measly 39 and a half bet even lowered now down to 38 so you gotta there may be a few Seattle guys that you may want to take a chance with but not a game that you really want to stack or focus on quarterback Russell did sprain his ankle a little bit but he is playing and uh, is listed as probable he will definitely battle that out unless something drastically happens to him uh, slight winds, 49 miles an hour. Game time temperature, 75 degrees. Next 4 o'clock game, Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. Opening line of 44 on the under-over is now gone up to 46.5. A, a lot of a lot of under-over money there. Uh, Denver opened at a 4-point favorite. They are now a 6-point favorite, so a bunch of Denver money. A lot of Denver money. I think uh, that's going to be a big game. Marius Thomas is listed as probable. He'll most likely be playing. Slight winds there, 8 to 13 miles an hour. Game time temperature of 77 degrees. Next, 4-25 start. Atlanta at Oakland. Raiders had a great, great first week. Uh, Great comeback. 
They are a 47 and a half, 47 opening under over has gone up to 49 and a half. Uh, definitely based on that defense and potent offense. So. Yeah, I just want to mention one thing. I mean, you know, Amari Cooper and uh, Crabtree, you know, they, they, um, tch, they're they no joke and they're a force to be reckoned with, those two. And um, tch, combined, you know, they had they had 23, 23 touches and um, tw- uh, 23 targets combined. So, um, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those two players make Carr look good. Yeah, so. Yes, they do. Definitely do. <laughs> Uh, Oakland it was a six and a half point favorite, bet down to now only a four and a half point favorite. Wow. So there's a bunch of Atlanta money going on here. Uh, notable injuries Julio Jones is probable, Devonta Freeman is also probable. I would feed Freeman if I, you know, just throwing that out there. I'm with you. Uh, Devin Coleman there got just way too many. Way too, yeah, way too many targets, way too many touches. Freeman's not looking like, you know, that's somebody. Uh, he actually got about 50% of everything. Yeah. Uh, when you, but we'll get, we'll get there. A uh, little gusty winds, 12 to 17 miles an hour game time, temperature 75 degrees. Moving on to the last 4 o'clock game, Jacksonville visits San Diego. The Chargers, 48 under over, is now 47 and a half. Still a decent under over. San Diego was a two and a half point favorite, now a three point favorite. Tight end for Jacksonville, Julius Thomas is probable. Wide receiver for San Diego, Keenan Allen, unfortunately, is on injured reserve and he is most likely out for the rest of the season. Which I feel for that guy because an amazing, amazing receiver. That's the best receiver they got, man. That's their and, number one target. Uh, he got he got injured way through the season last year and uh, four guys out again. But that's the business. You play and sometimes you get hurt. Uh, game time temp, 74 degrees, slight wind, 6 to 11 miles an hour. Uh, moving on to the late game on Sunday night. Good game, Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. This game opened up as Green Bay a 3.5 point favorite, now bet down to only a 2.5 point favorite, so there is some Minnesota money. Under over 44, down to 43 and a half. Quarterback Sam Bradford is probable, and as we know, Teddy Bridgewater is out. This game will be played in a dome. Don't have to worry about the temperature. That game will be on NBC. Monday night game, the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. 43 under over, bet down to 42 and a half. Opened up as the Bears, a one-point favorite, is now bet all the way up to a three-point favorite. So there is some bear money. We're looking at barely no wind, three to eight miles an hour. Game time temperature of 73 degrees. That game will be on ESPN Monday night. So those are the games. And as we, like we said before, great information is seeing what are these low-scoring games that may want to stay away from uh and then who are some of the larger um, point totals that you may want to stack players from or focus on uh according to the odds the top five probable scoring teams are the carolina panthers they're expected to score 29 and a half points the New York Giants are expected to put up 28 and a half points. The Arizona Cardinals are 
expected to put up 28 and a quarter points. So there you go. Those are three teams that you definitely want to uh, to focus on, possibly, or they're great for that decision factor when there's a toss-up between two players. You don't know which one to go to. One of those players is on one of those teams. That could be that deciding choice. Raiders also come in at fourth at 27 in the Detroit Lions, uh, who I will get to a little in a second, uh, expected to do 26 and a half points. Wow. Who's the bottom of the barrel? Sam Rand, 16 points. They're only expected to score. Not many guys. Uh, you got Hyde, maybe Curly. Um, not many guys that you really want to focus on on Sam Rand, possibly this week. You may want to fade them. Dolphins are next at 17 and a half. Cleveland Browns, 17, three quarter points. Those three teams are of no big surprise. Does that mean that these teams could come out and score 40 points? Sure, anything can happen. But uh, as I had mentioned before, these Las Vegas guys, they get paid millions and millions of dollars and have plenty of stats at their disposal. Uh, they get things right a lot for a reason. Uh, Buffalo, next team, 19 and a half. They're playing right now. Philly, 19.75. So those are the bottom five teams. You may want to fade away from them. Uh, also note Seattle and the LA Rams they were off the board but uh, as I did mention they're back so let's get uh, dive right into the players who we like this is what everyone's been waiting for so obviously we're going to start with quarterbacks Um, Dom let's let's hear your expertise here who are some of the top tier guys that you may want to focus on this week um, I to be honest with you, I, I like Sam Bradford. Um, you know, he he's starting this week. Um I also I also like Prescott. You know, I I saw a lot of um a lot of potential in Prescott last you know, week one. Um, but you know, my number one my number one pick has gotta be Cam Newton. Um you know okay. Okay. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, when when I say top tier I meant the the high salary guys that that if you have the money to spend on a high on a high uh Top tier guy, who would it be? It would probably be Drew Brees. I, I, I was, I would give it Drew Brees. We were talking about a quarterback. I'll go Drew Brees. And, and I'm right along with you. I like Cam Newton and Brees. Uh, Brees looks like he's FanDuel. He's 9,200. DraftKings, he's 8,200. Cam Newton sitting there at 9,000. And FanDuel, DraftKings, he's 7,900. Those are the uh, top two guys that I, uh, expensive guys, I should say, that. That I would focus on. Uh, one note that I, I saw on Drew Brees, obviously we had mentioned before that 52-49 game last year, uh, which was huge. Giants defense can be porous, uh, but a stat that stood out to me last season: Drew Brees threw 32 touchdowns, and only nine of them came on the road. So that means he had 23 touchdowns at home, at home yeah. nine on the road. So is Drew Brees a road player? Uh, not as good at home. Could he still put up some decent points? Uh, definitely. definitely. 100%. But uh, yeah, just something to throw out there and let it be known. So let's talk about some mid-tier guys. I'm going to start here. Uh, I love Matt Stafford. Uh Interesting note, in the past nine games or nine starts, he's 7-2. He's averaged 280 yards. 
He's got 22 touchdowns to only two interceptions. And uh, this guy's really stepped up his game, uh, which is a blessing for those Detroit Lions fans who have gone a very, very long team without very, very long time without having a decent team. Uh, FanDuel, he's only 7,800. DraftKings, he's 7,300. Eli Manning, I also like. Uh, he's a must-start, I think, also this week. Uh, it's that, yeah. seed, that seed secondary. He's fair-priced, 8,100 on FanDuel, 76 on DraftKings. Obviously, you're going against the Saints, who uh, gave up 30-something points to Oakland, so they are very, very susceptible to the pass. Uh, as they gave up uh, there's 240-yard-plus receivers. So the Saints definitely can give up uh, some passing yardage. Uh, other mid-tier guy that, that I'll mention is Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he doesn't have Keenan Allen anymore, but it's a couple guys that will step in there. And uh, Phillip Rivers is not a guy who uh, fears throwing the ball expensive especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not a team that uh, scares me on defense. Surprised you, yeah. surprise you got no love for Winston or Mariota. I mean, you know, two, two uh, mid-tier players that, you know, could go off this week. Well, that's where you come in here. I'm, I'm giving you uh, guys that I like. So that, that's why you're on, my friend. So you like Winston and Mariota. I, I like both of them for mid-tier picks this week. Um, you know, I mean... You know, Winston's coming in at seventy six hundred dollars. You know, on FanDuel, he's you know he's he's going up against Arizona. Um, you know, Arizona's you know they got a, they got a good secondary. I'm not gonna lie, but um, you know, well, I'm probably one of the best in the league. But you know, you, for seventy six hundred dollars, it's definitely you know a good pick to um, indulge in. And I would also say you know Mariota going up against Detroit. The only only problem is they're both on the road. But I know I still see how you know high upside with both of them. It's a potential. Just a couple other mid-tier guys, uh, Carr, Roethlisberger, and Bortles. I mean, those guys, those guys uh, I do like. I, I, I'm not in love with them, but uh, they definitely can put something up, too. Who are your uh, lower-tier guys? that um, Quarterback? Still going quarterback? or? No, we're, we're still on quarterback. You mentioned Prescott. Yeah, 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 I mentioned Prescott. Like I said, um, even Alex, Alex Smith's only $7,000 on FanDuel. Um, going against a weak, you know, a pretty weak Houston secondary. Um, I also like what's um, Ryan Tannehill, you know, but he's going up against New England, and um, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a tough week for them. But um, you know, I think that uh, Dolphins, I think the Dolphins, you know, they got they got enough to, um, you know, enough to get get by New England, especially with Brian Hartline last week getting 15 tar- um, targets. You know, that's. T- you know he's 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 really stepping up, you know, because they're double covering Jarvis uh, Landry. So, I mean, I, I you know it could be Tannehill. I gotta say my that's that's probably my uh, my number one lower you know low tier pick for only six seven hundred dollars on FanDuel. And I think I was reading that Parker may be trying to come back this week. I'm not sure. Devontae Parker. Yeah, that that might be just uh, you know another another weapon for him to, to throw to. If he does, that's definitely that's a real weapon. Sure, and again, I, I want to let the, the listeners out there know that these are the bottom-of-the-barrel guys. Obviously, you can't expect too much from a guy that you're paying you know, hardly any money for or a lot less money for. Uh, on my list, uh, I do also have Prescott. I thought that he uh, did okay. His uh, 
points were down because obviously he didn't get touchdowns. Uh, too many red zone fails there. But um, he had a lot of targets to Beasley. And uh, I think 26 total targets to both Beasley and uh, Jason Witten. So he's, he's liking that short pass, and uh, it, it will come for him. Uh, I, I like Brown, I, uh, very, very dirt cheap, uh, 6,000 FanDuel, 5,000 on uh, DraftKings. Uh, anything can happen uh, going against Baltimore. So I wouldn't expect much from McCown, but, I mean, you know. Yeah. And then also is Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, he impressed me. I like him, especially going up against a weak, you know, weak Dolphin secondary as well. And I agree there. And uh, although they are showing some respect for him on the, as far as pricing, 7,100 on FanDuel, uh, 5,900 on DraftKings. Uh, Gronkowski may be back. That's just a whole other target for him. And uh, he showed a lot of poise uh, in order to beat that Arizona team. Uh, you gotta have a little something. A lot of people were saying, Tom, who? Brady, who? <laughs> Who's the guy that you may want to watch out for? Um, talking quarterback or? Yeah, we're still on quarterback. Just gonna... I think, uh, honestly, if you want my, you know, uh, Carson Palmer. That's somebody who, um, you know, I'm going to. Uh, Palmer and, and I, would, I would definitely say Palmer and Bortles. I, like you said, Bortles before. I, I like Bortles. I got him in a couple of lineups against, against uh, San Diego's defense. Oh, to, to, who guys I want to, that I'm going to fade away from? Um, yeah. as, as far as quarterback, I would, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really too big on um, on uh, Eli Manning this week, even though you know, they, you know, he's going up against New Orleans, and um, also Matt Ryan. I'm not, uh, I'm going to fade him as well. And uh, those are probably my two biggest fades. And, and Osweiler. I don't, I'm not, not a big fan of Osweiler. Interesting picks there. Um, some of the things that I'm going to watch out for, Cam Newton, although I think he could have a great game at the same time. San Francisco did shut out L.A. with uh, Gurley. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That defense, that defense played a hell of a game. Oh, you know, Again, this was week one, but you know, we come week five, week six, or whatever, we just come back and look at man, San Fran's got one of the toughest defenses they got in the league. Who knows? Yeah, I was surprised. They really surprised me, man. Yeah, the other thing was uh, Cam Newton took about three headshots that did not get called for fouls. Borderline uh, under concussion protocol. Uh, is he fully one hundred percent? Those are some of the things to think about. Uh, Carson Wentz had a great game. Can he do that two straight times? Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, you had liked Winston. Uh, I have him uh, sort of uh, only put my toe in the water. Really? Uh, Arizona is not about to lose two in a row at home. Yeah, no, I agree with that actually. But I, you know, I, I think he's somebody target just because he got high upside. You know, he's got, yeah. he's, you know, he's, he is a great player. He's got some guys to go to. I think he stepped it up this year compared to what he did last year. You know what I mean? That's that's. I think Arian, uh, after that loss, these guys are going to come out fierce. They do not want to start off 0-2, especially with them being uh, both home games. So that defense is definitely going to come out tough. 
and look for the uh, the offense to possibly step it up to uh, for Arizona. So, going to be an interesting game. Uh, last guy here, Andrew Luck. He had a great second half and was sort of poor that first half. Uh, that Denver D is very tough. They are not afraid, obviously, to hit a quarterback, as Cam Newton found out. <laughs> so that's why I think Andrew Luck uh, has fallen in a lot of uh, stat sheets that I saw. It's maybe listed at maybe number 10 or 12. It's almost middle of the pack or the bottom of the top third, while uh, you know last week he was one of the top five. So those are the few guys that we want to to uh, sort of stay away from. Now, moving on to running backs, I will start off here. Top three running backs that I do like. Uh, I like uh, Johnson from Arizona. I think uh, he can step up, have a pretty good game. FanDuel, $9,000. Matt King, Williams, I love this week. I think he's my top guy. He has gone up a little bit, but still not the number one or two price out there. FanDuel, 7600 DraftKings, 7100 And the third guy is Elliott from Dallas. I think uh, he can continue getting better. FanDuel, 7900 DraftKings, 7300 Just want to say, Williams, got to be impressed with 26 rushes, 6 receptions. you got to love a back that can get you those receptions, catch the ball in the backfield while still get plenty of touches and uh, rushing attempts. Johnson came in at, at 16 uh, touches and four uh, receptions, so he's another guy that uh, will get both. Um, who do you like for some top, more pricier running backs? More, more pricier running backs, like you said. Um, Johnson, I'm all over David Johnson. I like him this week. Um, you know, uh, Gurley and Peterson, not 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 too uh, fond of, but also Lamar Miller. Um, you know, he's mid tier though. But um, I would I, I gotta go my, my my number one overall. You know, he's expensive, nine thousand dollars on Fanduel. But you know, David, it's definitely David Johnson. Um, since I started off, you you can uh, move right into your mid tier guys too if you like. And for the mid tier, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I like Detroit's um, Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick. You know, they combined, they had three touchdowns last week in week one. Um, and also Jeremy Hill. I think Jeremy Hill is gonna be something you know force you reckon with. And uh, last but not least, Thomas Rawls. He was he was uh you know, FanDuel. He's only sixty six hundred dollars. You know that's cheap. And um, I think, you know, going up against Los Angeles, I think he's going to have a good game. Yeah, and that's, uh, I'm glad that you brought him up. Uh, me, personally, uh, I am a Rawls fan. I actually have him in my fantasy league. Uh, they did state that he is going to be the starting running back this week. Kristen Michael will take a, a step back, but the question is, how much of a step back will he take? Will it be... 50-50, will it be you know, 80% of the touches? Um, that's what we're going to have to see. Um, some mid-tier guys. Uh, could I go to the well again for a second time? I love Spencer Ware again. I'm sorry. But uh, Banjo, 6,800. DraftKings, 6,100. The guy had 199 total yards. Uh, 11 rushes for 70 yards. And he had receptions for 129 yards. Gotta love a back that can get you those extra 
points per catch or points per reception. He definitely stepped up, in my opinion. I think I agree with you. Spencer Ware is definitely a, a great, outstanding pick this week. Definitely, yeah, definitely, like, definitely doing like, Jamal. Uh, I had like my Matt Forde, but obviously he's already playing and in play. Uh, also, Ingram um, might be a guy that could do something this week again. Uh, he's seven thousand and uh, sixty-two hundred on DK. Going to the bottom of the barrel, some lower end guys. Uh, I also like Theo Riddick. Even if they platoon, he's cheap. He's only 5900 4300 on DK. You know, some of these lower price guys are also great uh, flex players. You need a cheap guy to fill in. Uh, as you do know, on DraftKings, they have the flex, while FanDuel does the kicker. And one other guy I would like to mention too. Also, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but uh, Legarrette Blount. He's on, you know, bottom of the barrel, six grand on FanDuel, and um, you know, he he, he had 22 um, 22 carries last week. I think he's going to be, um, you know, something some force to be reckoned with. He's going to be something big this week against Miami secondary. Yeah, and he's definitely the guy that they're going to give the ball when they're uh, at the goal line too. So yes, sir. Uh, another guy that uh, still not huge on the radar is Jeremy Langford. He did, he's on a bad team, but uh, he is getting some uh, some touches. So he's sixty five hundred and forty six hundred. And then also, uh, I think Melvin Gordon, even though he had two touchdowns for San Diego, um, I still like Danny Woodhead. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy is a great passing back. Um, Woodhead was actually in for 69% of the snaps. So uh, even though Gordon did get two of those touchdowns, uh, Woodhead is a guy that doesn't get a ton of touches, but when he does get them, he makes them count. He makes the most ahead of them. That's 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 a fact. I agree 100%. Um, a guy that I may want to shy away from, Todd Gurley, uh, was not impressive. 7,500 on DraftKings. Could the guy run for 200 yards this week? Who knows? But he did have a tough week one. Uh, Put up six points last yeah. week in FanDuel. Yeah, he got blanked by San Francisco. I don't see him getting back on track with a big game against the Seattle Seahawks. No so. way. No way. Um, he, may have, he may have to wait until week three to, to get uh, his game back on. Another guy uh, we had said before, Devonta Freeman, um, as much as... I think Oakland's poorest defense will, will get exposed. Tevin Coleman is just uh, getting way too many touches. And I think their uh, coach did say that he is going to be part of the game. So until we get a clearer picture as to what back emerges eventually or if one of them gets hurt, uh, I think you got to shy away from Devonta Freeman. Definitely. Uh, one last guy, Adrian Peterson. Uh, he's one of those guys people love to take him people love to hate him uh, he saw 31 yards on 19 rushes terrible yeah terrible less than 2 yards a carry he was in there for 60% of the snaps which was ranked 17 amongst all rushers yet he's priced uh, a lot higher than that um, Packers held TJ Yeldon to 39 yards on 21 rushes which is under 2 yards a carry so, you got to expect uh, almost the same thing. Hey, granted, Adrian Peterson is not a TJ Yeldon. AP is getting up there a little bit in years. Has he topped off? Uh, 
maybe, but the Packers, they're pretty tough. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that Packers defense, I, I, I love their secondary, man. I, I mean, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna shut them down. I, I really do. Yeah, like Gurley, I don't see him, uh, you know, getting his game back again this week. They have to wait until week three. Any other guys that you may want to, uh, may want to shy away from the running backs? Um. Uh, not really, man. I mean, I'll actually, you know what, Eddie Lacy, I gotta say, uh, that's, you know, I, I like Starks. I, I think I honestly think Starks should be the number one, but I mean, you know, unfortunately, he's not. But Eddie Lacy's definitely somebody for seven thousand dollars on Fanduel. I'm definitely fading away from. Uh, yeah, I think that's a little too pricey. I think uh, I think he likes to pass too much. Yep. So. As well as Frank receivers. Here we go. My top three guys in twenty brown. Guys to start eight catches, hundred and twenty six yards, two touchdowns. He was a fantasy dream and I'm thankful that I had him in about seventy five to eighty percent of my lineups last week. Uh, Julio Jones is a high priced one, but I uh, he had eight targets, only four receptions for 66 yards, but he did get that TD. Um, he's another guy that on any given Sunday, he could definitely hurt you. Another top-priced guy is Odell Beckham. That's my favorite pick for the week. Even though, you know, I said Fade Manning, I, I think, you know, I don't think New Orleans has anybody who can, who can match the speed of, of Odell Beckham at all. You're absolutely right. I think uh, Odell Beckham... Cruz, uh, I think these guys could have a. Don't forget, don't forget Shepard. Definitely, guys that you may want to look towards and stack. Uh, last notable, he's a little bit in between. Uh, is AJ Green? Fantastic game. Uh, eighty nine hundred draft king and eighty nine hundred. Uh, Twelve targets. He had a hundred and. At 12 receptions, so he made the most of all of his targets. Uh, 180 yards and one touchdown. He had a huge game. I had him last last week. And he put up put up big points for me last week. Yeah, it was definitely a great pick. I unfortunately didn't have him, but uh, for those that took him, I'm very happy with the numbers that he put up. Uh, I think with his great game, I think they're going to put a lot of coverage on Green, forcing them to possibly look to the uh, second receiver uh, which could possibly hurt Cincinnati doesn't mean that Green isn't good enough to break away from the coverage uh, who do you like for some top guys I like uh, you know I like Beckham I like Brown I like uh, I even I still like Brandon Cooks a lot um, Allen Robinson you know um, even Kelvin, actually, Kelvin Benjamin is probably one of my favorite. You know, he's top top mid. You know, um, but uh, also, you know, like yeah, I, the price goes a lot, and uh, you mentioned three guys that I, I all have in my mid tier. Uh,
guy that you didn't mention, Alshon Jeffries, I think. Uh, he's their he, he's their number one. That's the only target they got in the Bears. So yeah, yeah Alshon. Well, he, was, he only had six targets. Uh, he had four catches, 105 yards. But uh, obviously, he's a deep threat guy that can run with the ball when he gets it. Some other guys that you got to take a look at: Jordan Matthews. He had 14 targets. Seven catches for 114 yards. Wentz loved them. Yeah, that was Wentz's target on Sunday. But I also like, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna, um, you know, shy away from Willie Sneed. Uh, you know, I think Sneed is a huge pick again. You know, against the Giants secondary, even though they do have those, you know, two those cornerbacks that could, you know, to hurt you. But you know, Sneed is coming out of the slot, and uh, you know, he's no joke. I agree with you 100%. That's their number one right now. Um, even though Miami's not supposed to do it, uh, Jarvis Landry, I think you got to take a, a good look at. Yep. Uh, because the Patriots, uh, as my listeners do know that I am a Pats fan, their secondary can get beat. Um, and it happens often, unfortunately. So, uh, that long, deep threat, it could happen. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. Some of the other lower guys, Travis Benjamin, it's only 4,400. He had eight targets, seven catches for 32 yards. Not a lot of yardage, but uh, seven receptions is uh, not too shabby. Marvin Jones had a, had a good game. Ten targets, four catches, 85 yards. Tyrell Williams, another cheap guy, only 3,700. He uh, is looking to possibly take the spot of Keenan Allen in San Diego uh, and step up into there. Uh, and a guy that was cheap and I had and I'm happy that I had was uh, Tajay Sharp. Yep. So still only 4,100 on DraftKings, 6,000 on FanDuel, uh, 11 targets, and uh, he had seven receptions for 76 yards. So he can get into the end zone and uh, put up some numbers like that. He could have uh, some huge games. As I was saying before, uh, Cole Beasley had 12 targets, 8 receptions, and 65 yards. Uh, if Prescott is afraid, and I'm going to mention him in a second, that Des Bryant is one of my faves. Definitely. As, uh, he's reluctant to go to him, and uh, Prescott feels safe with the 26 targets to both Beasley and Witten. Yep. It's like in the short game. So, uh, look for him to... I'm very, I'm very surprised with, with Des Bryant's play, man. He, I, I, I put up 1.8 points for me in FanDuel last week. I, I'm, I was shocked. Yeah, I, I think he's a little, a little nervous to go down the field. I also think Des Bryant, uh, I don't know, he injured, not injured, but irritated his hamstring. I'm not sure. So, uh, again, 
is not a guy that I'm going to be doubling down this week with. I, I'm shying away from Brian. Uh, oh, another couple of guys. Like I said, there's a ton of guys. Uh, Eli Rogers had a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, still pretty cheap. He had seven targets, six receptions, 59 yards, one touchdown. Even if Wheat is back, uh, they are two different types of receivers. I think Eli is going to get that slot receiver ball. He's got speed. He's but, definitely going to that slot. Yeah, Wheat, Wheat likes to be on the outside. Uh, Wheaton's the Martavius Bryant that is not playing this year, uh, taking his spot. Uh, even though... Osweiler scares you a little bit. That Fuller. Well, I love. That's what I was gonna. I was just better say Will Fuller. Will Fuller had uh, 107 yards, five receptions, one touchdown. Um, As you see, guys, you mentioned a lot of names. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. With Stafford playing, I think that gives Stephon Diggs some serious, serious. You know, high ceiling, high upside. Um, You know, I also like Sterling Shepard for the New York Giants. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. for Detroit, like I said, um, and also Deshaun Jackson. You know, I, I think he, you know, he's for you know these are all you know mid tier sleeper picks. And Deshaun Jackson six six hundred dollars. You know, Jarvis Landry sixty five hundred dollars. Diggs sixty five hundred on Fanduel. I'm naming all Fanduel. I don't because I don't play DraftKings. Um, and uh, you know, even even Crabtree. You know, he's sixty two hundred this week. So you know, there, there's a lot of a lot of potential and a lot. Of, yeah, there's I, too much. You can you can pick any guy. You can mix yeah. Map. Yep. Um, I think they're all going to do fine. Obviously, there's going to be guys that do better than others. And uh, of course, the the big the big make or break is whether or not they get in the end zone. So. But you definitely want to go with guys that are getting the targets and are getting the receptions. So uh, another guy that I'm a little hesitant on is Jordy Nelson. Um, he's expensive. Fanduel is 8,200. He had nine targets, specific catches, 32 yards. He did get a touchdown, but uh, Packers like to slow the game down. We see that the under/over is shifting down. Uh, they do like to try and pound it with Lacey and Starks, Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball around. He, um, Always. Yeah, he had 20 total completions to eight receivers. So, And there was only 25 rushes So, for the whole game. So they, they do play a slower pace, pace game. And uh, you know, on that note, I don't see Nelson getting more than that six receptions a game. Um, just too many guys that he likes to pass too, too many options there. Way too many. There's way Adams. It's a way too way. This is just way too many names on that list. Cobb Adams, just too many. Yeah. All hey. right, let's take a look at some tight ends. So uh, on my stat sheet, Jordan comes up at the number one guy. They're expecting him to put up about fourteen point nine. It's a computer generated forecasting points. Fanduel's 7,400, drafting 6,800. Uh, Reed's the top target, uh, 11. Although Witten did have more, but which I will, he's a mid-tier guy that I do like. Uh, Reed did have seven receptions, 64 yards. It's just a matter of time before this guy catches a touchdown or two. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, another elite guy. Um, 
he could hurt you at the same time. Who knows if he's going to play? Who knows if he's going to be 100%? He has practiced lightly on Wednesday, and today, Thursday, he did also practice. Um, I think they're going to be cautious with him right away. Uh, Brady's not there. Um, not that he needs to be there. But I, I think the Patriots are almost in a cruise control with an ultimate goal of hoping to go 2-2 two and two through these four games. They've already got one win. Um, so if they can win one of the next three, uh, I, they, I don't see them rushing Gronkowski back. Uh, I think they're playing for that those last uh, last 12 games of the season. What do you like for a top-tier guy? A top-tier guy, i got to say, is Greg Olson for Carolina. Um, you know, he's, he's $7,600 on, uh, on FanDuel, but, you know, it's, Going up against San Francisco's defense, I mean, like like I said, you know, they could, like you said, they could be a force to be reckoned with. But at the same time, you know, it's, like we said, it's only week one; it's going on week two. So, you know, it's it's between like it's between you know Delaney Walker and Greg Olson. Yeah, and and I'm I'm just gonna jump right in because the reason I actually have Greg Olson as a mid-tier guy because he's listed at DraftKings as only fifty-six hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Kings, he is a must take. Yeah, uh, uh, for that, that for that place. It's Cam Newton loves him. He had seven receptions, seventy-three yards. Did not score a touchdown. This is a guy who can almost score a touchdown every single Drive. game. He is due, especially if he is. Uh, I think I had said before, Carolina is expected to score the most points. Who's going to get them? Greg Olson. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. One of those guys. So, uh, yeah, you got to take him. Um, and he is the highest projected guy at 15.8 fantasy points as far as projection. Wow. Uh, other mid-tier guys that you uh, may like. Uh, I'm gonna go with Gary. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gary Barnage um, at tight end and uh, and Dwayne Allen. You know, um, Spandul, um Barnage is six grand and uh, Allen sixty two hundred. And I think they both have a chance of going off, even though, you know, Allen's going up against, you know, good Denver D, like you said. I think he uh, he has a chance to, to do something. And um, and Witten, once again, you know, he's uh, going up against Washington on the road. But, you know, and my last my last pick I'd probably, I'd probably give to Martellus Bennett. I, I like Bennett. Yeah, he's, uh, we got to be careful with him because uh, I'm not sure Gronkowski's going to play. Um, not that they won't play both of them together, but um, Bennett did have—he uh, looked good. Yeah, especially I, I on, uh, some of the blocking downs. I think he adds a a, a different aspect to the game. Definitely, for the Patriots. So, Definitely, uh, I I do agree with you with Barnage. I think he had a bad, awful first week, but I think he's going to bounce back this week. Uh, Jason Witten was the uh, highest targeted tight end. 14 targets. He had nine receptions for 66 yards. He is definitely uh, Prescott's uh, security blanket, I should say, on passing downs. So I, I do expect that to continue. Delaney Walker, I think, should have a, a bounce back game. He only had five targets. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna at least boost up to seven or eight. In three yeah. receptions for 42 yards. Julius Thomas also didn't look too bad last week for Jacksonville. Five receptions, um, 64 yards, one touchdown. Another mid-tier guy that's not too bad. Bottom of the line, guys, two that I like, uh, Brent Selleck 
He's going to be taking Ertz's spot as Ertz is uh, maybe on the shelf this week. He's um, listed as doubtful. He's only 2600 for DraftKings, 4800 on FanDuel. Then also Jacob Tam, uh, 2800 or 2900 on DraftKings, 5100 on FanDuel. Tam had uh, eight targets, six receptions, 51 yards. And uh, as we do know, they are going against Oakland's defense, which uh, is not all that great. It was also the fourth most targeted tight end on 32 teams. So those are a couple of cheap guys to look for. I would definitely, and you know, if you want to go as far as fades, I would, uh, I would say Kobe Fleener. You know, I'm, I'm not. Hey, that's my guy too. I, I'm with you 100. You know, I'm not too big on him, and um, you know, I'd also. I, as much as I like Larry Donnell, you know, I, I don't. I saw Sims get the ball a lot more than Donnell, and um, you know, for my sleeper, I, I got to go with Austin Safari and Jenkins again. I, I like him. I like him too much. Him, 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 and. Um, On one of my lines, came through for uh, ten points or something. Yeah, got, yeah. Uh, They're great. Didn't get That's the right. When he got uh, that committed count. So. That's why I like him. That's Jameis Winston's favorite target as, as, of, as of so far this season. So, you know, I expect a lot out of him. And, and as you said, Kobe Fleener, he is on my guy to shy away from. Breeze only looked his way four times last week out of all the uh, out of all his targets, which he has plenty of great ones going down the field. Uh, Kobe Fleener only got four looks. That is... Unacceptable in my book. Yep. Moving on to defense. Wrapping it up, guys. We're almost done. Thank you for bearing with us. What do you got for defense? What do you like? Defense this week. Um, I mean, there's a couple good picks, but my my uh, my top tier is going to be Carolina. Um, I'm with you. And then um, you know, mid tier, I'm going to go with Denver. And um, you know, bottom of the barrel, I'm going to go with New England for 4,500. Interesting. All right. I, I like Carolina and Denver. I have, actually have them as my top tier guys. Um, believe it or not, I like, uh, and there's a lot of love in the stats. Um, the Oakland Raiders, believe it or not, are coming up as a team. Uh, I'm thinking because of possible turnovers. I'm not sure, but they are only 2,700 in DraftKings, 4,500 on FanDuel. The Giants also are listed there, even though they're going against uh, Breeze and company. Again, possibly because of interceptions and turnovers. Nothing like getting a pick six uh, if you have them for defense. Um, my two lower case, uh, lower tier guys, Tennessee. Uh, only 2,200 in DraftKings, 4,100 FanDuel, and the miserable Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Low scoring game. Uh, means who knows they might not score a lot of points on them either so uh, 2500 DraftKings 4100 on Um none that I can think of that I, I, I'd shy away from or whatever defense is a lot of luck right? yeah, yeah always it's what it comes down to on every boiled yeah. Sunday any given Sunday yeah exactly right if you do gotta take a kicker we've talked about this before some people have that philosophy. Go with go with guys that are going to score points, or go with other people say go with the guys that are going to struggle in the red zone. Uh, with both of these teams, or some of the guys that I picked out, if you can get a guy that could be both, 
then it's even better for you. So uh, some guys that I want to mention, Graham Gano, uh, Mason Crosby, Justin Tucker, and Goskowski again. So those are some of the guys that we look at. Yeah, but kicker, there's not, you know, kicker, it, it could go, you know, any, any, it could go each and every way with a kicker. That's why, you know, kicker really doesn't mean much to me. Um, but I do, you know, I always, I always go with, um, you know, I, I, I tend to take Matt Bryan a lot. Um, and I tend to take Hauschka a lot. Hauschka kicks a lot of field goals and rarely, rarely misses. Um, and Goskowski is always, you know, he's always top of the list. He's always expensive, so I, you know, I kind of usually shy away from him. But you know, he's going to kick a couple, and as well as Justin Tucker. Yeah, there's some great guys, and like we had said before, anything can happen. Yep. Uh, when you go with the kicker, you never know. You just hope that you pick right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, folks, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, please support our free FS lineups dot com podcast by sharing it with your family, friends, on social media, or becoming a paid member. Our paid members will get six unique lineups. Uh, We generate them from top lineup optimizers. We use stat services, and we'll even get a lineup from my special guest, Don Martino, and one from me, yours truly. I am Dana Salzarulo for Don Martino. Until next week, happy DFSing and good luck. Thank you for having me, Dana. Have a good night, man.